Welcome to the Soul Liberated Life Podcast, where you come to activate the remembrance of who you are, unlock the gifts you're here to offer, and unleash the co-creative experience you're here to love through. I'm your host, Jody Rodenbaugh, sharing deep wisdom and life intelligence through my life and death experiences, and through my gifts in liberating and expanding powerful soul-led leaders and your lineage. Every episode holds timeless wisdom and potent messages to call your soul back home and into her wildest dreams and deepest desires. So strap on your headphones, breathe into your heart, expand your mind. Let's go. All right, guys. I am in my Silk Raven, aka my robe. Because today, I'm going to talk to you about the feminine aspect of ourselves, the part of ourselves I call the sexy soul. So, here's the thing. I planned to come on, and I was committed, and so here I am. And if you didn't see, we had an unexpected death in our family. My cousin, who's just a few years older than me, as I'm my sister, my sister cousins, we call ourselves, as they're texting me ferociously at the moment. And for a while, I'm like, I don't know, should I go on? I don't know. I don't know, I'll just have to feel it tomorrow. (laughs) And I realize that what I was going to say today is an important message that It would just be selfish if I left it in my heart. So I'm sharing it today. And I will probably cry an ugly cry, but it is what it is. And what I'm sharing with you today is the beauty of what I call the sexy soul. And that is the feminine side of ourselves that's here to feel. It's here to feel it all. And yet we have such deep coding that tells us as women that we cannot stop to feel. That our feelings were invalid. That we are being crybabies if we, we literally apologize for our tears. And it's very rare that I cry tears of sadness anymore. But when the tears of sadness are there, the tears of sadness are there. Most of the time, my tears are tears of gratitude. It doesn't look any different. It's still ugly and snotty and all the things. (laughs) But at the end of the day, when we don't express ourselves, when we hide those emotions or when we push them down, we're not doing and being what we came here to be. So one of the reasons that I wanted to come on today and give you this message that I'm calling the new dawn, (laughs) I channel messages and they come in quickly. And then when I get them, it's time for me to take action. And there's realistic timeframes that we should launch and promote something. (laughs) And then there's 
my launch sequence that makes no logical sense. Yesterday, I stopped promoting this masterclass because it just didn't feel right to promote it. It was out of alignment. Delivering this message today is not out of alignment. Because the first and foremost thing that has to be learned when you're going through a difficult, challenging time that requires you to move through grief and sadness and disappointment and pain that's unbearable as you dig into it, is you must be in touch with this. The part of ourselves that I call the sexy soul. Because when we're not, it doesn't matter what we do. If we cannot tap into this, it's almost like we're leaving our souls up on a shelf to collect dust. And that's not what we're here to do anymore. As women, as humans, of all the things. But I chose to come on today. I should have brought my Kleenex. <laughs> I chose to come on today because it is a couple of different things. 1221 is always winter solstice, which is such a beautiful time because it's the longest day of the year or the shortest day of the year, the longest night of the year, the shortest day of the year, the longest night of the year. And it's very much like being in touch with our sexy soul. And winter solstice is about, it's about planting the seeds. It's about hibernation. It's about getting yourself ready and prepared for winter. And a lot of us who are so used to being busy, so used to the doing, you probably have had the most... <laughs> difficult, challenging time through all of this COVID thing because you were so used to the addiction of doing. But where the real beauty lies is in the planting of the seeds. It's the seeds that come from the soul. And to me, that's what winter solstice is all about. Christina says, happy solstice. Yes, let's do this. Good stuff. The other thing that's going on right now, today, is some crazy alignment thing with the planets. It's called the Great Collision or the Great Conjunction between Jupiter and Saturn. And what it is, is they are not coming together closer, but they're tilting together closer. And so they're creating this star tonight that's supposed to be very similar to the star of Bethlehem, to the Christmas star. And that is supposed to happen tonight. And it will be able to be seen with the naked eye tonight. I believe about 45 minutes after sunset. <sighs> if there's one thing that is for sure, it's that 2020 will go down in history as a year that most of us will never forget. 
And as most of you know, who have been in my community for a minute, you know that my year was 2008. And a lot of us had trauma that arose out of 2008 with the financial crashes. 2008 was the year that my late husband died. And all of the things that I learned in the first few weeks after he died, I always go back to. It is my foundation. So when I've talked to you guys before about your context for life, it's really important that you have a structure, a context for how you want to view life, your perception, the glasses that you're wearing. And you're either seeing from a place of goodness, from a place of beauty, from a state of beauty, or you're seeing life from a state of suffering. And so as I look into my life, when we go through these challenging times that we're in, it always comes back to these foundations. I call it the blueprint. So my husband and I were real estate investing. We're real estate investors. And so building homes, renovating is what we do. And when it comes down to it, this is what I do and what I help people do as humans as well. The sexy soul is about having a strong foundation with which to grow and evolve from. So I wear a triangle. You'll see triangles all throughout my logos and all of the things. <laughs> And there is a reason and a purpose to everything that I do. Everything I do. Coming on here at 1221, there was a reason for that. Now, both of my husbands will laugh and say, well, that's how you do things because that is how I do things. Numbers mean nothing to me unless they mean something to me. <laughs> so I do a lot with angel numbers. My late husband died on 1111. I've seen 11s my entire life. When he died on that day, I was like, again, is this some sick joke? No, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. When I see from a context of beauty, when I see from a context in a state of life is beautiful. If I let go of that foundation, if I let go of that foundational principle, that I know right here, then I'm in the illusion of everybody else. It's almost like literally handing your soul over to somebody else. So I have the triangles and I'm gonna tell you about the triangles. I've said it in somewhere before, but I'm gonna say it again <laughs> because we're gonna talk about the three aspects that I see inside of ourselves. And as I was growing out of grief, I realized that at any one time we're in this cycle, this constant cycle within ourselves. One of those sides is the sexy soul. 
And this is the side of ourself that is the feminine aspect. Each one of us, no matter if we're male, female, straight, gay, otherwise, it doesn't matter. We all have, according to the law of gender, a masculine aspect inside of us and a feminine aspect inside of us. And when one of those is out of alignment, we're doing this work right now in Love Genius, in our Love Genius program, we're in the middle of. But when any one of those sides is out of alignment, we're out of alignment. Our pendulum will be swung from one side of the other and we will be in chaos. So it's not about these equal sides of balance and equal sides of each aspect in our lives. It's about alignment between where are we right now? What do we need right now? So today, I'm going to talk to you about the sexy soul side. But let me go to the other side of the fence, because the other side of the fence is the love genius. And the love genius incorporates the feminine side of ourselves and takes action with the masculine side of self. So when we, in other words, are in action, in communication, in relationship to others, doing our things out in the world, we don't leave the feminine side of ourselves up on the shelf. In other words, we don't leave our souls behind. We integrate our sexy soul into communication, into our love genius. If you think about love genius in particular, Genius is probably more a masculine word. It is a context of intelligence, knowledge, knowing. It's all kind of up here. There's some kind of intelligence, some kind of knowing. Love, then, is the feminine side of love genius. Now, the love genius is about 60% feminine aspect and 40% masculine aspect. So even when we're in our masculine side of ourselves, we don't leave our soul behind. And what I see all over the place and why I chose to leave education, public school education, ooh, how long ago? 2010, which would have been almost 11 years, was I was seeing people that were like the walking, living dead. Growing old is a privilege. We don't really know how long we have here. And yet as I looked at people, all I saw were people that have left their souls up on a shelf. Being humans that they didn't want to be. Not proud of the person that they were. And doing things in their lives that they didn't want to be doing. And as I looked out, I just saw the walking dead. And what I see right now is the same thing. People literally handing their souls over to other people. 
People have forgotten. We are a sovereign being. We came into this world with the free will to choose. Nobody gets to tell me what's best for my body and me but me. We have forgotten this. Because we, we literally love so much that we hand our puppet strings over to other people and say, here, you lead me because I don't trust myself. Well, the reason we don't trust ourselves is because we leave our sexy soul behind. The feminine side of ourselves is where trust comes from. If we don't trust ourselves, we're not going to trust the man we sleep with and we're not going to trust definitely what's going on out there. The more we trust ourselves, the more we believe that we can handle whatever is thrown our way, the more we realize that everything in our life has led us to this one moment. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's around the corner. If I look too hard, if I stay in other people's business too long, I will freak my shit out. <laughs> if I come back in to my solid foundation and the principles and the context that I have for my life, which is growth and evolution over a lifetime, which is trusting myself and my own intuition, which is opening myself up to receive what's coming from pure potentiality. Pure potentiality in the quantum field, some call God, some call the divine, some call the invisible. I call it all, because it is all. But we have so many people placing judgments on what people know inside of them. And we are literally handing over what we know inside of us and saying, well, you tell me what's best for me. And then... There are people who are getting pissed off in judgment at what does not look the way they want it to look. Shaming other people, blaming other people, criticizing other people. That's not love you've been lied to. It's not love. Love is free. Love feels free with space to grow and know. And it all comes from the sexy soul. Sexy soul is about being able to listen, being able to lean back, being able to hold the context and the capacity for other people's feelings without Feeling like you need to save them. This is all old, old coding. We're breaking up with codependent behaviors. We're breaking up with women feeling these deep rooted seeds that were planted a long time ago to save other people. That's righteousness. That's not love. Now there's a fine line in there 
And the more we know and trust ourselves, the more we can see that truth. So the third aspect, the triangulation, if the sexy soul is the bee, the part of yourself, the beer, I call it the beer, <laughs> the part of yourself that's here to be, she's here to feel. The sexy soul or the love genius is here to do, to integrate who she is, who she's being. And showing up in the world, being her, without backing down from who she really is. The wealthy femme is the why. The wealthy femme is about enjoying life. It is about being alive. If we are too far stuck in the sexy soul, it's not sexy anymore. You're hiding in a closet. If we are too far on the love genius side, it's not sexy anymore because shut up. <laughs> Sit down. Chill out. Just be quiet for a second. It's not sexy anymore. The wealthy femme, the wealthy femme brings the sexy soul and the love genius and plays with life itself. There is so much fear and trauma coming up to be released, to be healed, to be transformed. It is really difficult to maintain a sense of enjoyment, to remember that that's why we're here. We're here to have fun. We're here to enjoy life. We're here to play with the universe. We're here to play with our humans. But we have this paradigm going on in our world that causes us to doubt that it is not only so challenging for us to feel as women because of the coding but it's also so challenging because nobody has taught us nobody has taught us how to just feel nobody has taught us actually how to process through free feelings Feelings are meant to be processed like a river that's flowing down the river. And when there is a rapid, a challenge, it's to be felt, to be explored, and then to take action upon. There's no time constraint there. But if there's one thing that I would ask you to do is to stop apologizing for whatever it is that you're feeling and to tell yourself the truth about what it is that you're feeling. If you feel angry, tell it. I talked to one of my cousins yesterday and she's like, you know, I really just want to, I want to say, I want to say, you know, 
there's, there's good that's going to come out of it because we know this. We know this. There's beauty in all of this. You know, let's just, let's be in the beauty of it. She said, but I'm angry. I am mad. My aunt and uncle have COVID right now, her parents. So we can't see them. It's an injustice, all of, all of the things. But it is what it is. We just have to know how to ride the rapids, ride those waves. It's like childbirth. You're going to feel it. If you try to not feel it, it's going to come crashing at you again. So the sexy soul is first and foremost about learning how to trust yourself. It is also about tapping into your true desires. Your true desires. We've also been coded as women to believe that we can't have desires, that desires are bad. That's a lie. Neediness is damaging. Desire leads you to more life. When you open yourself up to receiving more life, more life is there. So when we are in our feelings, when we are telling the truth about what we feel, what's on the other side of that, what's on the flip side, and it, it doesn't have to take too long, is peace that passes all human understanding. After my husband died, I slept for the first time ever. Not because I wasn't grieving, not because I wasn't sad, but because I started telling myself the truth. Because everything that wasn't true anymore just fell off of me. The resent, the guilt, the shame, the heavy bags of burden that I was carrying and like it's this silk robe, it just fell off of me. Nothing is left when you're at that point. You're standing there naked, just like the day you were born. Nothing to cover you up anymore. And it feels vulnerable. It feels scary. But guess what? You're here to either put on a good show, show up for life, or you're here to lock yourself in the corner and die. A slow, painful, miserable death. We don't stop living because people are dying. We don't stop living because someone might die. We don't stop living because we might die. That's not how it works. But sometimes we have to come back. Sometimes we have to come back into what I call the womb room. The womb room is a safe place for you to grow, just like a seed. 
A seed needs that space to grow. Hi, Leah. A seed needs that space to grow. The womb room is warm. It's cozy, just like the womb that we were all brought into this very life in. It's warm. It's cozy. We don't want to come out. But if we overstay our welcome in the womb, womb room, sometimes challenging to say. <laughs> if we overstay our welcome, now we've become isolated. We've become isolated and lonely. And on an energetic level, what that really is is shame. Shame is a feminine wound. Shame sounds like I'm not good enough. And when shame starts to walk and she starts to believe that she's good enough, then what does she hear? She hears, who do you think you are? You get back here, putting us all in danger. Get back here. So now she's in guilt because guilt is I'm doing something bad. This is why we have so much confusion. We have to remember who we are. We have to remember why we're here. Everything in your life has led you to this one moment and whatever it is that's around that corner, what's around the bend on your river, you can handle. You can. You don't need any more preparation. You don't need to know any more. You know what's most helpful? Is calibrating up to people and a community who are riding the waves the way you enjoy to ride them. That's what's most helpful. There's nothing more you need to know. You have pieces of your puzzle. I'll be 49 in two months, which is crazy as shit. <laughs> but I've learned a thing or two. I've gathered a thing or two of wisdom along the way. Right before I left education, I was sitting in my office, at a nice office, because I wasn't a teacher anymore. <laughs> I was an instructional coach, an instructional STEM coach, so I coached teachers to be better teachers in math and science, and then that last year, I was also doing some writing and reading curriculum and things of that nature, assessing children and how they were learning, and then doing data planning and all of, all of these fun things. And I'm in my office and I got this download, this vision as I'm sitting with myself and just feeling the feelings, getting out of my head and into my body and learning how to trust myself. And what I saw was this image before me and it was a puzzle. And I started to, in my mind, put all of the pieces together. And I started to put, you know, you know how you work a puzzle and sometimes you just put chunks together. Some of us do the outsides first, all the flat pieces. We have our ways. <laughs> but I started to put together chunks of my puzzle. 
I was going back in my life in hindsight, which is what I do best in helping other people do, is looking back on our lives in hindsight. Because if we don't know how to look back in our lives with hinds in hindsight, we never grab the wisdom, the lessons that we're here to learn so that we don't have to repeat the same bullshit around the corner. And so I'm sitting at my desk and I'm putting these pieces together. All these different parts of my life, the different challenges that I've been through, the, the, the things that I was resili resilient on, the, the things that I had reach, achieved. And I started to see, as I pushed those parts of my life together, that when I pushed them together, it created a full puzzle. We are constantly seeking the next piece of our puzzle. Where's my next answer? Where's my next answer? Where's my next answer? It is right here. You just have to learn to be quiet and listen. And so as I put those pieces together, I looked down as I was envisioning it. And what I saw was me. The moment that Thor died, my early husband, I knew that everything in my life had led me to that one moment. There is nothing we can't handle we are going to be okay as long as you believe that you have everything that you could possibly need, that there's no more preparation that needs to be had. Can you go get your generator? The, um, <laughs> what do we call it? Solar panel generator? Yes, you might go do that, you know, just in case. But you have what you need right here. This is your thinking place. And when you can come down and just be here, you will hear your answers. You will hear the next steps. Then you have to take the action that you hear or you've overstayed your welcome too long and now you are stuck telling yourself that you're confused and you don't know what to do. Bullshit, you know what to do. You're just not doing it because you're afraid. We cannot get into the appropriate action until we learn how to be and how to listen and how to trust what we hear. And then we can act on what we hear. There's two parts of it. And also to enjoy in that third part. So when we are in alignment with all three of these, we are 100% in alignment with life and life can't help but to bring us magic and miracles that sometimes you don't even you don't even have a clue of the miracles that can come your way but if you stay stuck and overstay your welcome in isolation for too long 
Now you're in a different energy. Now you're in shame. And when you're vibrating at a frequency of shame, it's very easy to accidentally hand your soul over to the freaking devil. It's like the snake in the Garden of Eden. Stop listening to the snake. Put the apple down. <laughs> Codependency, sabotage, manipulation, coercion of people. You are the snake. You are the snake. And that is, that is the beauty of really looking at yourself. All of these people, when you see people that are making judgments upon other people, that are blaming, that are out there telling people what they should and should not do with their own personal life, these are people that have a wounded feminine inside. They've overmasculated. And now they think that they have the right to tell everybody else what to do and what not to do. That's the snake. When you can see that, guess what? You can see yourself. You can see that puzzle and all the puzzle pieces that fit together to make up you are all there. It's like a mirror. When you can see inside at your ugly, at your not so sexy parts, You've got this. You're in your power. And when you're in your power, you're connected. You are connected and you are never alone. Next thing is, you grab fear by the hand and you say, walk this way. This is where we're going. I want you to be so committed. Be so committed to your growth and evolution that you stand in your no and you stand up for your yes and you grab fear by the hand and you say, walk with me. This is where we're going. That's how you know you're in alignment. Hey, beauty. I hope you enjoyed today's transmission. If you found this valuable, we would love to know by giving us your rating and review. And of course, by sharing the good word with your people. To get closer access to me, come on over to IG at Jody Rodenball and search Soul Liberated Life on Facebook to enter our complimentary Facebook group. If you'd like to know how to partner with me for your liberation and deeper ways you can learn from me, just send me a DM on the IG or FB. I'd love to hear from you. Until the next episode, remember, there's magic to be unleashed inside of you and miracles beyond your wildest dreams ready for you to answer your call. You coming? <laughs>